just ended it in the beginning. Cool. So it looks like we're recording. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Steve, for joining in the uh, very first episode of the KDA Online Mentorship Podcast Program. So I want to start by giving our viewers, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions and maybe we can kind of hit it shotgun style and then towards the end, go ahead and share your story. So start off with uh, your full name. We'll do two questions at a time, full name and then your current age now and the age when you donated. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. So my full name is Steve Mira, and I'm currently 38, and I donated last year when I was 37. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Um, and then uh, the next two questions are going to be, what are you currently based out of, and what are some of the current sports and activities that maybe you did before and that you're currently doing now? Yeah, so I'm based out of South Orange, New Jersey, and that's basically 30 minutes west of New York City. I commute still to the city, so close enough to commute into New York City. And um, sports, I'm a marathon runner, uh, 24-7, I'm a runner and I do have a rowing machine at home, kind of like a hydro. It's kind of like the Peloton of rowing. Um, yeah. And so I do that here and there, mostly running all the time, currently training for us in marathons. So Nice. And then, so so we can kind of deviate a little bit from that uh, based off like the, the current running pace and your, your, your running background. Um, how are you versus when you, you know, pre-donation and post-donation, have you noticed any difference? Like, what does that look like for you? I haven't noticed any difference because of donation. Now I've noticed differences because I haven't trained for marathons in 2019. So it's more of a getting back into that mentality and shape again. But when I trained for half marathon early, late last year, there's no, that was no difference with that, but just the marathon distance is a lot more, a lot more intensive than a half for, for myself. So I noticed it just as a, endurance side and nutrition side but not related to a kidney donation I would, i'll be feeling the same things that i would now nice. if i didn't donate nice that's awesome to hear um i know you're you say you're based out of new jersey right yeah. um the next question we have is you know what is the family uh what is the family dynamic and then what is also the re uh, relationship with the recipient yeah so i have a wife married for about eight years and i have two kids at home we have a six-year-old and a three-year-old um, great kids. And then we have a dog as well. And I donated directly to my, my direct neighbor right next to me, um, who also is from originally New York city, like myself. Oh, that's incredible. So when you donated, the, the kiddos were two and five. They were two and year, five, right? give or take. Yeah. Okay. So a uh, ton of energy. You gotta, you got a pup, you got a wife. So it sounds like a full house. Uh, it was a full house sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and then what are you currently uh, doing right now for work or retired or what does that look like for you? Yeah, so my work relates to kind of what I do uh, for sports, I guess. So I work for New York Roadrunners. So we are known for putting on the New York City Marathon in November. We also do hundreds of other events throughout the year. And I'm part of the training uh, and coaching team. So my job is to train runners to complete their goal races. So whether that's the TCS New York City Marathon or the New York City Half or the first 5K or whatever it is, we do virtual in-person training. So I'm all around running is what I do and train people to do that. So myself, I'm always running because I need to do that for my job. Oh, that's incredible. And you know what? Um, you're going to be, if you're not already, very popular to the group, right? Because like the KDA, you know, group is, is very, you know, we have a lot of folks that do. The nice thing about it is we have a, a breadth of like um, expertise or fitness fortes and what people do. So we get a lot of endurance folks and a lot of runners. Um, and a question I have for you too, kind of since you've been in the space or in the, in the long distance running space, have you come across other donors previous to your kind of journey? No, okay. I haven't, which is interesting. I've been working here for eight years, been in the endurance world for 10, 12 years or so, maybe longer. Um, my, my first marathon was 2010, so I guess 12, 13 years ago. Um, 
I haven't, and maybe my my lens wasn't in that space uh, or people weren't open. I'm not sure. I did meet someone at this 2022 New York City Marathon. I was working it, but I met him and he was a kidney recipient about my age and someone just oh, knew wow. that I was a donor and he was, so we just met in the start village of the race. But um, I still don't know, in, like within my own life, I'm on circle of people. I don't know many people that had donated. Gotcha, gotcha. And you know what I wondered if, um, Maybe you did run into folks previously, but you know, no one just broadcasted, yes. right? Because it's yeah. it's one of these things where maybe it's taboo or they don't want to seem kind of like too boisterous about themselves. But um, no, I mean, thank you for kind of sharing your story. So yeah. we'll kind of dive into the to the last piece, and then I want to definitely dive into your story. I just want to give the viewers kind of a brief context as to your story. Um, I know you said you mentioned that you donated directly to your neighbor. So I guess we can kind of dive into that. Um Tell us a little bit about the why specifically. We know the who, but tell yeah. us about the journey. Dissect it for us. Yeah, man. It was, um, so we've been living here for about five years. My neighbor's been here longer, so we know each other. He's always the guy that's outside mowing his lawn, telling me about how to take care of my lawn, uh, barbecue in the backyard. We could smell the barbecue. Uh, my kids would go outside and, and, and run to it because it smelled so good. And then I also noticed that he wasn't outside as much. Uh, my wife at the time was tutoring his daughter and mm. slowly we just noticed stuff because they were over there and was, oh, he has a cane. Didn't ask questions. We didn't want to pry too much. Conversation with my wife and his wife at the time, um, we found out that, you know, his kidneys failing, he needed at some point needed um, donation, um, sure. needed a new kidney. And my wife came home and told me and she said, I want, my wife's saying, I want to donate if possible. So she, my sure. wife actually has um, a connection to it because her dad, my father-in-law uh, had a liver transplant many years oh. um, So that, so, so organ tr- donation is in our lives, not kidney at all. It wasn't, though so I wasn't something that I ever considered my life to do. She didn't either, um, but she wanted to, she found out though, through meetings that she couldn't for various reasons. So sure. Can maybe I can, you know, and once again, new to me, um, yeah. the thought of myself as that person didn't surround myself with those type of people as I said before. So I, I looked into it, did the online survey to say I was matched or said I was healthy. It's round one, I passed and then I phone calls, stuff like that. So um, definitely just seeing him kind of get worse and worse over week and week. And he's on a cane now. He's coming back from dialysis. He doesn't want to talk. He's too tired hearing stories from him or his, his wife about it definitely impacted our family and just, and then being around donation um, of organ donation definitely impacted us as well. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how you kind of saw that progression. A lot of folks, when they donate, maybe they do kind of a non-directed donation, but you know, it's, it's one heck of an impact when you see it kind of firsthand. Um, so you mentioned that you kind of filled out this online survey. Where did you go through specifically? Was it uh, like a medical center in your area or what does that look like? Yeah. yeah, we have a really good medical center here in New Jersey, St. Barnabas. So they're one of the top, I don't know, 15 in the country of kidney donations. It's up there always, whatever chart you look at. They're known for it. They do, they, they gave me the stats. It's like a hundred a year, like so many a year, you know, there's a lot of, I felt very safe. I'm someone who does not like needles does not like blood. I 
pass out with them, but I get tattoos, <laughs> but like with that kind of stuff. And they were so welcoming and calming to that, that they yeah. calmed all my nerves, even day of surgery. It was, it was very easy. So it was a great center and it was 20 minutes for me. So I could drive there for testing. It wasn't an issue. Like the testing, it's back and forth a lot. And I'm kind of working from home and stuff. So they didn't get in the way of my life at all to that stuff. And they're accommodating with times and availability. Awesome. And I'm pretty sure when you were kind of maybe even getting geared up for surgery, when they were doing the blood pressure or the pulse, I, oh, were you pretty much calm or what, what, what did that look like? I was calm because I knew I was t- being taken care of, but I think my, nice. my anxiety was just there of what ifs and, and stuff like it's more like the ivs and stuff i just don't do but like i, said, I could do blood yeah. like, get, don't blood, <laughs> get blood for testing and stuff is fine it's always anxiety of it made it worse and if i did it again it would be a lot easier because you know what to expect but it's more like the first time around for anything you do it's a little bit it's harder than you know doing the second time because you don't know what you're expecting sure thing sure thing so if i could ask you know how is your um how's your recipient doing your neighbor he's good he's really good, good. he he is what it looks to me back to his old self. I talk to him all the time and he he's like, it's whatever, no matter how much medication I'm on, it's better than dialysis. Um, and it's interesting. Once again, I, I see this person I donated to, I don't know, once a week, once every two weeks, I've seen him outside. And I was telling someone the other day, it's like, you seen life go back to someone. So we can donate money to charity, which is phenomenal. We don't, but you don't know where that money's really going to sometimes. Like, is this money sure. going to help the cause or is it going to turn the lights on? Both important, but you don't know where it's going to. This and like donating blood as well. Good to do, very important, but you don't know where blood goes to. This is something in my life where I was able to every day or once a week directly see. Now the first week was touch, touch, touch and go. He back in the hospital, but now and for about five months, every week, he's a little bit better and a little bit better and a little better. And just seeing yeah. life go back into someone's body. You can't like describe that and how powerful that is to something that you help that, that life go back. The color goes back, the weight goes down, the walking, the gates better, you know, all that kind of stuff. There you go. That's incredible. So how are you feeling to so talk, talk to us a little bit about your recovery, like right after, cause right now you're full of energy and that's amazing. But how was it like kind of right after surgery? Cause I'm, I'm assuming that you were pretty healthy. Um, yeah, you know beforehand but yeah I was I made sure like everyone's recommendation that I read beforehand was be in the best shape you can so for me that was just like doing a lot of running so I ran a half once I was like sure I'm going to do this I ran half marathon every month from January to June when I donated end of June so every month was wow. somewhere on my own someone's in a race or I was with someone else um, so I was in best shape as I could so I got out of it you know I didn't run for six weeks which was hard for me uh, but I did walk as much as possible. I was, in, I was out of the hospital for two day, two days. I think it's standard. I was same thing. Um, I was never really in pain. I was just always uncomfortable. And it was like the, the lower back. We all feel like you just, you're sitting, like you're laying in your bed on your back because you can't sleep on your sides for a few days. And like, yeah. oh, I, I don't have my left side. It's like, oh, I can sleep on my right side now. I can sleep in my stomach. And then finally, I'm almost able to sleep on my left side. So it was a gradual step. So it was my lower back. It was always just uncomfortable. And like, I was just... This, my stomach area is always just uncomfortable, but it's rarely ever pain. Now, obviously we're on pain medications early on, but sure. once I got home, I kind of slowly got off of those. So it was not, it was easier than I thought it was. And I think it's because I did a lot of research on recovery and people said, I just looked up a lot. So I thought it was going to be worse. And so part of it, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. I can walk. I can still make my kids breakfast in the morning. My, my mother-in-law was here, but like, I could still help out um, the family. I wasn't just in my room by myself, which I, I feel like that was the assumption of it, but I was able to 
still take my daughter to the bus. Um, I just like, couldn't drive or I couldn't lift stuff, which you know, kind of challenged in there, but sure. it wasn't as bad as I think I just initially thought it was going to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I think same thing for myself, right? You, there's a lot of resources online and now there's a lot of resources online, which I, I can only imagine what that maybe looked like a decade ago. So I'm just very thankful that, you know, I donated two years ago, a year, a year ago. So a lot of fresh information. Um, so this, this kind of this closing notes is uh, what insider tips do you have for two groups of people? Cause we kind of cater to both. We cater to folks that are thinking about donation and they come to KDA and then they look up resource and they say, what does life look like after? And then also what are some tips and insights that you may have, especially coming from your, um, kind of fitness endurance running background for folks that already donated, but want to take it up a notch. So maybe we can start with the folks that are curious about it. What, what are some tips that you give that I'm pretty sure you've given one off, but what would you like to kind of project out there? My, I just, overall, I think my life has improved tremendously. And it's not something you can really see, like you can't just look at me, Oh, your life's better. Or I, I exempt a different feeling, but I just internally, I feel like my life is better because of it. Incredible. And I think it's, it's a very selfless act. And once again, just for me and like knowing the person, whether you donate to your mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, if it's, you know, the person you get to see that life go back to someone and that helps your life in, in ways that it's hard to describe to someone or to see um, your, your view on life is more full. It's more optimistic with, with things. Your work just changes. I think you're more optimistic with your work, whether you don't like your job or, or, or you enjoy your job. Sure. So I think there's that aspect of it. I think you're more and, and I think the studies show like those who do donate organs, kidneys especially, you have a more healthier life. And I think to that point, it's like, I do watch what I drink or eat now because I did before, but now I'm more aware of it. So it's like, is that alcohol smart tonight or should I have the water? You know, I was always a healthy person. Sure. That's why we were approved for this type of stuff. But it's, I'm going to buy the salad today and, you know, I'm going to watch XYZ in my life and I'm going to work out more and I'm going to take up something else that I didn't before. So I'm looking at the long term of my health and not just like the next race so sure. i gotta kind of be aware of that in, in my own life but it's it's a gift to be able to be aware of that a lot of people aren't aware of that kind of stuff in their lives yeah that's incredible and then um especially how you said we have to be a lot more proactive right i mean you always you tell you always should right watch what you eat but it's you're a lot more cognizant of things but also since you kind of see the effect of of what leading a healthy lifestyle turned out to be for your neighbor yeah. um so, so maybe kind of a, a selfish ask, or maybe with the group too, right? When folks donate, maybe there's a little bit of a lull when it comes to the recovery, which is totally fine. And we understand that. But when we get back to it, we want to get a little, a little better. So what are some key tips? And I'm kind of interested to hear what, what you want to say, or you have to say is, how can folks get better, whether that's endurance? Like, what are some tips that you have for even some clients when you talk to folks like, hey, you recover, you, you know, you donated, you recovered, or maybe just a, a regular person that didn't donate but how do you become a better runner, a better endurance athlete? For me coming back, and it's something I tell my athletes that I coach, even if they come back from injury or whatever it is, you, you need to start your recovery at where you are now. So six weeks after, we're starting at stage one now. I'm not looking at my running a month ago, like the half marathon I did early June. It doesn't matter to me. I'd assume that didn't happen. So I'm like, my first, I walked, like I said, I walked a lot. My first run was one mile, maybe less, run, walk, run my block. Man, it that's like, kickwalk for me normally but that sure. i felt that that's for me once again a slower pace than normal but it, but i got back and i finished the run I'm like i feel amazing i could have gone more but like i knew not to um and then the next day was a mile again and then i did that for a long time and 
I just built up this confidence that I can go more. So I took it really slow because I didn't want, I've heard just once again, online stories and I see people who have hernias and they, they haven't, yeah. cause they go up bad, they hurt themselves or they're lifting too much. So I really was cautious about it. I think that's my biggest advice for someone coming back from this is know your limits. Like if you know your limit is here, like, you know, 50%, let's say that's your limit. Cause you're coming back. Don't go up that high. Start like 40%. Don't even try to get to that level. You want to just really be cautious of it and then gradually build yourself up because it can, I'm sure it could be a longer recovery if you push it 1% too much. And it's hard for our bodies to know that because once again, I can do this in normally seven minutes per mile, but not doing 10. What is that? So um, I think just really taking your time on that will will benefit the long-term recovery of whatever the athlete's looking at, whether it's rowing or cycling or walking more or running or weightlifting. Um, they all will come to you. It just does take time because you have to remember while you feel good, you just had a major surgery that like you took an organ out. Like I always yeah. thought that if you lost an organ, it would be a, such a long recovery. But it, to me, it was like six weeks, but not, that's not in the grand scheme of my life that is a blimp of something in my life. And I just, miracles of medicine and surgery and biology have made it so quick. Like six months ago, I'm hundred percent done. If not feeling better than I was before I started. That's incredible. Awesome. Well, um, I'm pretty sure some folks may want to reach out to you. So I'm going to plug your, um, your name and your Facebook profile when we uh, kind of share the video, but what are some of the best ways if somebody has some additional questions aside from the comments is there a best place best place to reach out to you or email or what does that look like yeah shoot me an email if you want it's just my first last name so steve mura m-u-r-a at gmail.com is probably the best place to do it because my social um media page I don't go on it too much as much as probably should um so that's the best place for me right now awesome awesome well thank you for taking the time steve i know we communicated via email but i'm, I'm so happy you were the the uh very first guest and uh, we may have to we may have to bring you back if, if we get really really big which we hope love it thanks so much man i appreciate it awesome thanks steve bye